Welcome to A Community on the Move, the story of Active Atumwa. Active Atumwa is a community-based research project that encourages all adults to be more active. Atumwa community members and the University of Iowa use the latest research to design this project. The research project for Active Atumwa has concluded, but the Active Atumwa program continues under the leadership of Hy-Vee of Atumwa and with the positive support of community organizations. In this series, we're learning from people involved in the project about what worked well, what they learned along the way, and the impact Active Atumwa had on the community. Over the next 10 episodes, we will talk about many aspects of the Active Atumwa project to learn about the successes, challenges, lessons learned, pride, and humility that went into this project. My name is Hannah Schultz, and I am the host for this series, and I'm learning about this program along with you. I work at the University of Iowa College of Public Health, but have not been affiliated with Active Atumwa until we started planning this podcast series. Working on this series has been a joy. I've been impressed every step of the way by the passion, commitment, dedication, and persistence of all involved in this project, and I am very excited to share this with you. One of the many reasons I've been impressed by this project and I'm so excited to share it with you is the active participation and inclusion of people representing many different communities, organizations, and interests in Atumwa. The focus of Active Atumwa was on physical activity, which came out of a community survey highlighting that this was a need for the community. The project used community resources to promote and support active living and physical activity across the community. Today, I'm continuing the conversation with the Active Atumwa team. Active Atumwa was a five-year initiative in the southeast Iowa town of Atumwa. In the last episode, we talked with Twyla about being a physical activity leader, uh, which we often call a PAL. So today, we're going to talk with some of the other PALs. And before we get too far in, I'd like to uh, introduce who's joining us. So Mary, would you uh, introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay, um, I'm Mary Hart, and uh, I started teaching Tai Chi uh, for the Academy Group. All right, thank you, Mary. How about Betty? Could you introduce yourself? I'm Betty Pallaki, a retired assistant principal in the Philippines, a native of the Philippine Island. Before we became part of the Active Otsuma, we have been physically active since we came here in the United States in 1998. In the year 2017, we became a part of the Active Otsuma as a part leaders through the motivation and leadership of Sandy Berto. Thank okay. you, Betty. And you said we, so could Remy also introduce himself? Uh, I am Remy Hio Panlaki. I am a retired Methodist pastor. I am uh, active in uh, doing some work uh, as my leisure time at home, mm. uh, like gardening and other household chores. Next, we have Blair Seams. Blair, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, hello. Um, I'm Blair Seams. I am, uh, I work for Indian Hills Community College Foundation. I'm the director here. Um, I led um, a brisk walking group with Active Atumwa 
uh, we would walk, it was about four miles in about an hour and 15 minutes. So we were a very fast paced group. Um, and I had a, a really great group of women that, that joined me um, throughout that. And I, I was trying to think of how long I let it. And I don't know, Sandy may be able to, to tell you, I think it was maybe two years. Um, I don't know, it might not have been that long, but um, it was a while ago. So I was trying to, trying to remember that. Uh, and then I, I also served on the advisory uh, committee for a little while as well. And last but certainly not least, we have Joe Slaymaker. Joe, could you introduce yourself? I'm Joe Slaymaker. I'm a retired medical technologist. I'm 73 years old. Uh, we, my husband and I, have been angels for square dancing, in that we help them learn the moves with the two-hour class. It's about ten day, ten nights and we get through the whole course and then, then we repeat. Wow, I hadn't heard about dancing classes like that yet, so that's fun. And we, of course, have our active Atumwa regulars, Becky and Sandy, with us today. Uh, Becky Bucklin works at the University of Iowa College of Public Health Prevention Research Center, and she has managed many aspects of the active Atumwa uh, project from her home base in Iowa City. And Sandy Berta was the on-the-ground field coordinator for Active Atumwa in Atumwa. So thank you both for being with us again today as well. We started the conversation asking each of our guests what their experience was as physical activity leaders. I, I helped uh, teach the, the lessons. Uh, we tried to make it very sociable. Uh, the, the square dancing is really a thinking thing in that they have to learn to not only concentrate on what the caller is saying, it's uh, uh, active, keeps moving. Uh, they can't stress ab out about anything else because um, that's they won't learn. And there's no drinking allowed or smoking allowed because we're usually in a school setting. And what's more, you can't concentrate when you're doing those things. You know, at a pal, we lead some walkers going to the Quincy Place Mall. We do the walking every Tuesday and Thursday from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock in the morning. In the early spring and late part of fall, some of the walkers go to the, uh, they walk to the Otuma Greater Park. Uh, there are adults walking in the mall. They use their push walker and they use their cane. I walk with them and have some conversation regarding of so many issues in life. And I enjoy walking with them too. Uh, besides uh, walking, we also join the water aerobics, we also join the tai chi and the square dancing. And these physical activities are not new to me. We have been doing this uh, activity since we came here in the United States, doing some of these physical activities like walking, doing the yoga, and other more. You know, I introduced active Otumwa to some of my Filipino friends, to our neighbors, and to our church members. Actually, 
I introduced this to our pastor because he is new in our church. He's only one year. He came here last July. So I, I introduced this activity to him, and he is really very eager about these activities in the community. Since he is new in our church, he wants to know some of the activities in, in the community. And I told him the Akteba Chumua is one of the activities we do to the community. It was like November of 2016. Um, I had been volunteering, uh, teaching Tai Chi at the Y, and uh, I got certified in the program and uh, certified with CPR. And uh, the, the girl who was head of the, uh, this program from the University of Iowa asked the activities a wellness director at the Y if she could have a couple of people from the Y participate as pals. And they asked me to do it. And uh, I figured nobody would be interested. But I said, okay, fine, I'll try it. And uh, we met in the office. The first, oh, probably the first couple of months we met in the office till we got too big of a group. But the first day I was there, the office girl and another man were the only two people there. And I think the next week my, I dragged my friend with me. <laughs> we had three people there. And then um, I think, you know, that as um, Sandy came on board, I think, and she was like better at getting publicity out, like what was offered. And people would come in to try it, and they we uh, we got a, a really good group going, and we're we're out of the hospital now. Of course, we're not now, but um, anyway, it's like people of all abilities and ages are in there. You're not restricted by like what you can do. Um, you know, Tai Chi is it's uh, it's physical. It's uh, mental focus, it's social, and I think that's why, you know, there's a, like a group of friends that come up every Saturday, and they enjoy it, but there are also 80 people with some disabilities, and this helps them, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's something that I really enjoy doing because it's good for me, too, but it's just, uh, it's a good it's a good non-aerobic exercise. I try to go to as many of the other activities as I can. Uh, I like the walking groups. Um, there are a lot of activities we have that we don't have anymore. There were lifts, there was a yoga class, there was a dance class, there was a stretch class, and I, you know, I would hope that some, some more young ladies would get involved and start these classes again. But, uh, and Betty and Remy were so loyal to come to Tai Chi until Remy got hurt, and I really miss them. Um, you know, I hope there's some way we can get them back. But um, anyway, that's pretty much... It is, a, it is a really inclusive class because, like I say, there are all abilities in there, and there are all ages. And uh, some of them that come in there, I swear that's their only social contact they have in, in a week. So this... You know, you don't think about it, but it is. And 
at the same time, it's relaxing and soothing, you know. Mary's Tai Chi class was the benefactor of our oldest active autumnal participant, and she was 89 who came to Mary's class. <laughs> she, she came with her daughter and came several times, so we're quite proud of that. We, we, when we started out, um, I actually was on the advisory committee first and we were trying to get some more pals and um, you know, they said really any activity that you do, and I, I, don't, I don't really exercise like I should. Um, there's, there's nothing I really do regularly other than walk. I like walking. So um, I said I would put together a group um, and really it, it started out um, and really it continued as being individuals that I worked with. So um, in, the, in the past, I worked at U.S. Bank, and we had a lot of women that participated that were in that industry. So there were multiple branches around Atumla, so it was kind of nice because this was a, a little thing for them to get together and see each other every week. So um, we didn't realize, I think, in the beginning how brisk we were walking um, until we, we started kind of measuring um, using, like, our Fitbits and stuff, actually how far we were going. So... Um, and in, we were going pretty far in a very short time period. So that's when I guess we kind of decided, I guess we're a brisk walking group. So um, we mostly would participate. We have a really great trail system around Atumwa. So that's what we would utilize um, for most of the time. And then of course, um, in the winter or if there were weather issues, we would um, go into the mall. So, um, but it was great because it was um, every Monday uh, six o'clock. So, um, it, it was kind of an after work thing. And, um, yeah, it was primarily the same group of women, but, um, it was, it was nice to see all of them and catch up with all of them. And of course, anybody was welcome to join us. Blair was our first social network pal. So she was identified oh. by her peers. She was identified by her peers as someone who would be a really good pal. And she was our first like social network pal that actually agreed to do a walking group. I mean, it was a lot of fun and I, uh, I don't know when it, it's a walking group. So I use leading loosely. Um, mostly I was just the one to, to coordinate it all um, and, and get them started. But once we got that core group, um, if there were times, obviously I would travel for work or if I wasn't feeling well or had a meeting or whatever, and I couldn't be there, um, any one of the other women would, would take over and lead it. So each of us really kind of stepped up when we needed to, to make sure that it still took place. And then I think Brandy, um, Vanderpool was one of the women in my group and she later went on to lead her own group. All of these physical activity leaders were committed to active Atumwa for years. So I was curious how they got people to their classes and how they kept them coming back. Uh, we've been getting lessons every year for uh, years. Uh, we've actually been square dancing for 20 years and have participated in lessons. It was nice to have uh, Active Atomo help us advertise that. And uh, so they've been a nice support group. They helped us find uh, a place, well, a place free to dance at, and um, they did advertising, which was something that we hadn't been doing. And they had other contacts that we didn't have previously. Because it's such a social thing, and it does take some time to learn 
in sequence the the steps and things uh word of mouth has been probably our best bet people that are dancing and get enthusiastic about it are the ones that are our best advertisers and you know these uh, workers these uh, walkers going to the mall are active in their physical activities of walking they are regular walkers what is most challenging part to me is how to convince them to sign their names in the time sheet sometimes uh they want to they don't want to sign the, their names there are those walkers who really don't want to sign but i told them it's okay as long as you are walking in the mall and having this physical activity it's good i had taken over um volunteering classes at the Y uh, oh, probably a couple of years before that. So I had been doing that at the Y. And uh, I'm a retired teacher anyway, so I did teach for 30 years, German and English. But, uh, yeah, the Tai Chi was new. Um, in that big of a group, Leaving that big of a group is definitely new because we don't get that many people at the Y doing Tai Chi. But, uh, yeah, I have been doing it for a couple of years. I I, uh, I became certified and took over for a gentleman who left the state. So sometimes I catch myself, you know, it's a Tai Chi class. But sometimes the teacher in me comes out and I'll find myself gesturing and shouting. <laughs> you know, it's like... I, I get caught up in teaching the news, and it's like, Mary, calm down. This is Tai Chi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we push it out a lot on social media. Um, but honestly, what it ultimately came down to was, I guess, my circle of influence, the, the people that I talked to, was friends with, the people I worked with, um, were the people who would show up regularly and be a part of the group. So, um and, and I know that's different for each pal who, who would come into what group, but that's, to me, that's what seemed to work really well for, for my group. Um, because I think a lot of it was because of how quickly we walked. Um, it was, I mean, it would be difficult for, for some individuals to keep up with us. And then it was also that social piece. I mean, these were, were individuals who um, knew one another. So it, it just, it made it easier, I think. And then, um, again, just because if there was a day I wasn't there, someone else could, could take over and we were a pretty close knit group, but definitely that's, that's what seemed to work well for me was that circle of influence with people that I, that I worked with primarily. It was mainly dependent upon, um, the, uh, Sandy and, uh, the publicity that she got out from her office, uh, the Facebook and, and the flyers and, uh, the uh, the the uh, convention things that were held at Bridgeview from time to time where she was, and uh, the um, the courier doing specials on it. You know, that's that was basically it. And then I would tell people at the Y in my classes too that, that there were free classes offered. And the square dancing. Uh, often we would pull our square dancers from people that knew more about it. Through their families, um, we talked to um, Bridgeview and asked about an advertising through their uh, visitor center, 
and uh, we were that was something we were thinking about. But unless you actually go to a convention to see the dancing or to know what it's about, it's really hard to get new people. One of the fun things about doing these interviews is experiencing the amount of community connectedness and trust that the different people and groups involved in the project have for one another. The PALs supported one another by sharing schedules, promoting each other's classes, and sometimes attending each other's classes. I try to uh, I try to go to as many different ones as I can of other people's. Right now there really aren't any except the walking groups. And, of course, my husband won't go to the tour dance show, or I would be right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I, try to, uh, I try to do them all walking whenever I can. And in the winter and hot weather, um, I haven't really made any of the ones at the park because I'm, I'm not a very good walker. My hips won't let me do that. But, um, yeah, I, I tried to support as many of the other ones as I could, except for the water aerobics one. I don't, I don't go to that one, but I tried to support every. And in fact, Peggy Wixon's walking group, I tried to walk with her as much as I could because she and her husband always came to Tai Chi. I think I do and did a very good job of promoting um, events, again, like within my own social network. Um, when Active Atomo would send the calendars out, I would make sure that my workplace has them and that they're promoted. Um, I had a lot of people ask me about the, the swim group that Mary Lou put together. So I feel like I sent a lot of people her way. Um, and actually her and I got to know each other pretty well. I know Sandy would pull the pals together um, regularly. And uh, I got to know Mary Lou very well. And she's helped me in some other projects around town. So um, I, I think we did a pretty good job of promoting each other's events, whether it was on social media or otherwise. Well, I think from my perspective, Hannah, one of the biggest things was not only the camaraderie between the pals and not only sharing um, by attending each other's classes, but I think they supported the whole organization of Active Atumwa just so enormously. I know that Mary and um, Peggy and Wayne and Twyla all came to like the Senior Expo. I also know that there were pals at the Home and Garden Show. I remember I wasn't even in attendance the weekend that we had the Oktoberfest. Um, we were able to have one of the big banners and my dear husband talk about um, contributing relationships to everything, made a big wooden dowel holder to hold the banners so a couple of pals could hold it on each end. And this was in addition to Garrett and the YMCA's um, bus that was part of our, um, our, pre our parade activity. And I remember Betty coming in and tying a thousand pair of green shoelaces. I actually have a photo of her still smiling beautifully after she tied all of those for us because we wanted to make sure that everybody had a pair of shoelaces and that one lace just wasn't wasted by itself. And I also remember that Remy said one of his very favorite things to do was to participate in 
the Oktoberfest parade. And then you even toss in how most of the pals, if their schedules permitted it, were to come and celebrate each other, not only monthly at our pals lunches, but then also at our um, annual pals dinner. And you might say, oh, well, that was just a sit down dinner. No, we had balloons, we had glitter, we had awards with people's names on it. Everybody was announced and applauded. We took group photos afterwards. And then we also took a walk together to just promote Active Atumwa. And whether or not people had on their green t-shirts or were dressed up nicely, whatever, we had fun. And we couldn't have done it without the pals, pure and simple. Another activity that the Actum Uchuma participated was the International Festival. I think uh, the Active Uchuma participated mm -hmm. on that, mm -hmm. the International Festival, which was done in last year of September in the main street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are some activities that were done there. Uh, the Filipino groups, they dance and sing. There's the Hispanic group and other groups. As we heard a few minutes ago, many of the PALS hadn't taught group exercise classes before. They shared a bit about what was challenging about getting started. A couple times in today's episode, Betty mentions people being hesitant to fill in the forms. The forms she's referring to are some basic intake forms that allow the researchers to count how many people participate, how often they came back, and what sorts of activities were taking place as a way to keep track of the program. There was also a brief form participants were asked to complete that explained liability and encouraged people to talk with their doctors if they had certain medical conditions. Sandy said she doesn't know of any examples of doctors discouraging patients from participating in active autumnal activities. On the contrary, many doctors referred their patients to Active Atumwa. It was a good start because they allowed us to have a place that we didn't have to charge people to take the lessons. I, I actually had to apply for a grant to pay for our caller, but uh, that worked out well through uh, square dancing. Um, we had conventions that we could make money, so we were putting money into this through our collar. And uh, it worked out well. It was a good relationship. I think just um, trying to find a program that I thought would be easy to learn and enjoyable, but not, not too boring. And... Uh, um, I think just trying to keep it interesting, I wanted to be, you know, enough, like, you have to learn the same thing over and over again, but then I wanted to, like, keep it interesting enough so that, like, just flipping new stuff all the time, and I think trying to keep a 35 to 40 minute time frame every week, like, how I help trying to occupy that time every week. And, and then getting, of course, I had no idea about who was going to show up either. And, uh, and, and it's challenging because if you get new people every time, then you've got to start over and get every time. 
So I guess that, that type of thing. To walk. It is their own initiative. They, re they really want to walk. What is challenging to me, uh, for the new walkers, when I left them to, to fill up the form, because we have the form that you are filling up there, before you will be a member of the Akibatungwa, some of them, they declined to fill those uh, forms, but there are those who are filling it. So that is a challenging to me. But uh, just I have told you, as long as they want to walk, as long as they, they are walking, those things are just secondary. So sometimes uh, that makes me, that is a challenge for me, how I can motivate them to fill up those forms before they will get started to walk or be a part of the active So uh, sometimes I, I ask Sandy, uh, t-shirts or the backpack like that so when i give those uh stops to them oh they are really happy and oh they will uh they will find this <laughs> they will fill up the forms and write their names <laughs> for me it was just um there was an expectation that i had in my head that i you know i was going to have a dozen people show up and, and walk with us. And once I kind of overcame that, that, you know what, it's okay to have four. There were, I think there were four of us um, who were consistent every week. Um, that, that was, I guess, my big, biggest obstacle, just the, the expectations that I had created of how big it was going to get um, and versus what we actually consistently could do. Um, and, it, and honestly, it makes complete sense. I mean, um, the likelihood of having such a large group walk together at once just probably isn't going to happen, and it just logistically won't work out. And we're trying to meet, um, and um, a place to uh, <laughs> plug in for my, for my CD player. Uh, I kind of, you know, I supply the music, and uh, that's really all we need. Um, I just, I needed um, Sandy um, to, uh, you know, let everybody know if we couldn't have class or, uh, you know, she made up the monthly calendar. You know, she she kept things going, like, to let people know what was going on. I guess that's, you know, I didn't need anything personally for my class, but I needed her to keep things to for the publicity and, and to and information. Resources coming from the Akibutuma, we have all these uh, stops that we need and perhaps we just need uh, something new like uh, more on advertisement. If we can uh, advertise it more in the community so that uh, there is something going on in the community about this activity because there are some people uh, they are asking uh, they have heard about the activity and they are asking what is this activity oh uh, one of my Philippines said oh Betty is a is a uh, leader of the activity and perhaps they they know they want to know more about the activity in the community 
so that uh, more people uh, will join and more people will become physically active. The commitment of the PALS to the program, their groups, and the community was great, but clearly they needed support to make it as successful as it was. From swag to social media promotion and help identifying locations for classes, they share some of the ways the Activitumwa team, particularly Sandy, helped set them up for success. Other than like the social media promotion was nice. Um, they did provide us at one point uh, when you when you walk, you don't want to like carry all this stuff. So I remember Sandy getting us um, some awesome like fanny packs. Um, and those were huge. So we, we could keep our car keys and our phone and we still felt safe and not um, yeah, carrying all this, all this stuff. And um, so that was helpful. And then of course, I don't know the the having the t-shirts that they were the bright green. So it really told everybody who we are, who we were with um, and we were easy to easily identifiable. Um, that was really the only thing like physically uh, providing us with the, for the group there um, I know Active Atomo in the very beginning provided a Fitbit too to help us um, know, track exactly how far we were walking. So that was really helpful. So, um, but I, I think that was, and then just knowing that there was support there, I guess. Sandy was always there if we had questions. Um, I didn't feel like I was doing it alone, which was nice. Cause I think, I guess thinking about sort of the expectations that I had in the beginning, I was a little stressed thinking that, um, you know, I was going to be doing this all on my own. And what if I was sick? And what if, you know, or I traveled and I couldn't lead my group. Um, but we, but the, the whole group really stepped up and helped out and Sandy was an immense help as well. So that um, just having that support was great. That the Bridgeview Center, which is our big event center here in Natumwa, was very cooperative in, um, making sure that we were able to get into the lobby area. And it's a nice walk with great big windows along the river and the time went by there very quickly. We also utilized St. Mary's where most of the um, Latina activities were held in the basement there. We also had classes at our um, local crisis center for the women who were in attendance or were there or needed to come together, not as Blair has addressed, not only the social component, but then the physical activity um, part of it. Um, we utilized the Tumble Regional Hospital, Wilson School, and last but not least that I can remember is Good Samaritan Center. I had been, it's one of our local rehab centers, and I had been at a healthy community meeting and was asking the people in attendance if they knew of any spaces that would be free of charge for our physical activities to be held. And they had a beautiful rec room in the lower level of their um, like not their assisted living, but their independent living center. Beautiful place where um, we held video led yoga. And I think there was also a dance fitness class held there, video led dance fitness class. So it, the work of not only the PALS, but the different organizations that supported Active, Active Atumwa to make it be as successful as it was. 
We are about to hear what pals would have liked to have known when they started. The different answers reflect the experiences and personalities of the pals. From a career in teaching that required constant reflection and improvement, to being new to recruiting people to try new things. I wish from the beginning I would have known kind of how important my, like I've said, my circle of influence, the, the focusing more on the people around me that I see daily, like the people I work with and whatnot. So family members, stuff like that. I wish I would have known from the beginning to, to spend my time um, and my energy focusing on those individuals and getting them involved. Um, that, that, I guess, from the very beginning, I think that would have just been um, helpful. But um, yeah, I, I think that would be the, the biggest piece, I guess. So um, I, I kind of felt disappointed in myself not getting more of the community involved. But um, again, for, for how quickly we walked to understand that physically some people just couldn't handle that pace, um, I completely understood it. It made me feel better once more walking groups got up and going um, and, and mine wasn't the only one. That made me feel a lot better. So there were a lot of other opportunities for individuals that wanted to participate in that kind of activity. Um, and mine was, was definitely a more, um, robust and, and um, fast paced group. So that was, that was okay. Once, once I understood that. I, it just, it just seems like there's, there's always something that I could learn to do better. Um, after every class, I think, you know, something could have gone better. It's the trying to reach people and. I don't know how to do that. That's why we went through a active Atumwa to try to recruit. So I don't have answers to that. One of my favorite questions to ask throughout this series is how did active Atumwa change you? I enjoyed hearing the responses from this group of pals. I never thought, you know, I would ever be able to do that. And uh, I think I just... Um, empathy for people and uh, meeting so many different people of many different abilities and, you know, actually having to interact with different people rather than closing yourself off. I mean, I want to interact with kids, but it, it just forces you to be a more sociable and a more caring person, I think. For me, it did you know, more understanding and caring person, like dealing with people that, that had a lot of problems, you know, sometimes. So, yeah, it was, it's been good for me. I am, since I have been in the, I participated the active Batuma and become a pal, I got so many friends. I got so many, I, I have learned so many stories of different people. I have known different kinds of ethnic people in the communities, uh, and uh, I have learned, I have known their, their lives, uh, how did uh, they are doing as a new in the, in the community, because there are uh, some people that I have met, they came from the other states, and they are working in the mall, so... I have learned some stories with them. I have I have known so many different uh, ethnic people. I uh, have learned their cultures and everything. 
So all of those things uh, makes me happy when I was in the active Batuma because I've, I've known so many people in the community. And so many people are having their helping hands, especially when the times that my husband got an accident. I am very, I am really very, very thankful with the active Batuma because of the financial help that they gave us through the leadership of Sandy. And I really very, very thankful for that. We realized we weren't in it by ourselves trying to keep people active. And Sandy's a power herself. She keeps things interesting. That my, my peers kind of volunteered me for the PAL position. I, I forgot about that. But um, I remember at the time um, thinking, I, I guess I was honored that, that people saw me um, as someone they could look to for kind of that healthy lifestyle, which is comical. I, I'm really far from, from healthy. I, I don't exercise as much as I should, and I eat whatever I want. So I really should. I, active Atoma made me better in that respect, for sure. Um, but it, it really did honor me that, that people look to me um, as a mentor, and that, um, that, that really kind of changed the way I, I see myself. So um, I'd say that was the biggest piece. And um, talking about when Betty talks about getting to know these people, and I mean, they really kind of became part of your family. I mean, it was, I, I would be very sad on the weeks that I couldn't be there to catch up with everyone and see what was going on in everyone's life. And so when I could be there the following week and everybody could fill me in on what was going on, um, it was it was nice. It kind of fed my soul a little bit. So I, I started to depend on those activities for, for that aspect. You may have noticed that Betty has a lot of energy and is deeply committed to her community and walking group. She told us stories about encouraging people to do their laps with their walkers and canes. They would take breaks between laps, but by the time she walked by again, she would encourage them that it was time to keep going. She's a great motivator and has been able to keep her walking group engaged in walking even during the COVID-19 pandemic by moving their walks outdoors. Now that we are, uh, uh, we cannot go to the mall, but the mall is open. But uh, some of my friends uh, and one of my neighbors here, they don't want to go to the mall. So what we are doing now, Early in the morning at uh, 6.30, we are walking around the mental health, hub, mental health uh, facility here in our place. So we are walking there instead of going to the mall because uh, they don't want to go there because, you know, this COVID, uh, so these people, are, uh, uh, there are some who have this uh, existing uh, health issues that they don't want to go there so we just go to the uh, mental health yeah mental health facility and we just walk around there for six times for one hour so i was able to uh, get some of two of our neighbors to walk over there I love hearing all of the stories today directly from the physical activity leaders. Thank you to everyone who joined us for sharing yourselves with Atumwa and with our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. 
Thanks to the Midwestern Public Health Training Center for production support, the team at the University of Iowa Prevention Research Center for Rural Health, the Atomo community, and the many guests and contributors we talk with throughout these 10 episodes. See the podcast notes for more information about Active Atumwa and to connect with our team. This podcast is a product of a Health Promotion and Disease Prevention Research Center, supported by Cooperative Agreement number U48DP006389 from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The findings and conclusions in this podcast are those of the contributors and do not necessarily represent the official position of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention.